welcome everyone to our chat. I'm your host, Linda Riesenberg Fissler, and I'm so very happy that you're joining us today. I wanted to get part two of the uh, books that are on my bookshelves out to you all in case there are somebody who, uh, or people who would like to give these books to artist friends or, you know, uh, to themselves for Christmas. We can gift ourselves after all. <laughs> so, um, so we're going to get started. The previous part one was about painting books I have on my shelf that I think people would find interesting and useful, inspiring. And now we're going to talk about drawing books. The first book I'd like to talk about is Life Like Drawing with Lee Hammond. And she goes from a range of um, subjects to, to draw, uh, talks about the grid method, um, she paints hard objects, or I should say draws hard objects, uh, like glass, hourglasses, um, and uh, animals, um, water, nature. And, and she talks about using grids to do that and placing it to help your drawing along. And um, she has demonstrations within the book, like uh, drawing green peppers or peppers, for example, and pumpkins and um, you know, arranges those in a still life. She talks about using a grid to draw from photos. Um, she talks about creating light and goes from a very simple sphere, which is the method that I teach um, new students. As a matter of fact, I have a student coming in in, um, in about an hour. <laughs> and, um, so we started this way too with uh, how light hits a sphere so that she could start to see and think in those particular ways. So um, like how light hits an object, seeing how that, that turn from a very light area to a medium lit area to the, the shadow area, how that takes a 2D uh, dimension uh, and turning into a 3D and uh, she shows uh, doing that with an egg as well. Um, there, the cube, draw a cube. Um, and she talks about some of the puzzle piece theory, which is, you know, kind of using a grid where you just basically inside each of the grids you uh, s draw what you see inside, like a one-inch square, for example. Um, and then she has a step-by-step -step, uh, instruction on drawing like a, a brick wall with a window and uh, in that brick wall and uh, she does some interesting things like with cowboy boots and teddy bears and drapery um, so really good book she, she takes you through this step by step um, and and then you know how she takes some of her things uh, she does go into drawing figures by the way uh, faces, um, bodies, people in photographs and paintings, um, you know, hairstyles. She goes even into hairstyles, um, painting ears and noses. She has a wonderful, wonderful painting of uh, John Lennon and um, Paul McCartney, McCartney in this book as well. Uh, so if you're a Biggs Beetle fan, that in itself is, <laughs> is a plus. And like I said, she does animals as well. So this is Lifelike Drawing with Lee Hammond. Um, a great book just to kind of sit down, look at what she's doing, go through a couple of the demonstrations. It's always nice to revisit simple shapes um, and play with those. So, um, th and that's a good step into the next series of books I'm going to be talking about. And 
the first one I want to talk about is the Artist's Guide to Human Anatomy with Gottfried Bames, B-A-M-M-E-S. Uh, both Lee's, Lee Hammond's book and uh, this book, I believe, came from Northlight Books. Uh, Free Dover Fine Art. Yeah, so um, I'm thinking it probably came from Northlight. So again, it's The Artist's Guide to Human Anatomy by Gottfried Bames. And um, he, he basically takes you through um, drawing the human anatomy, just what it is. Studies of proportion um, are tackled in here. Um, totally different concept than using a grid, um, although I think he gets into that further along in the book. He has a wonderful, on page 26, there's a wonderful little quick sketches um, which show the human figure in a lot of different gestures. So um, that's really useful. Um, then he goes into uh, studies of locomotive and expressive movement um, and looks at the body shape and form and how uh, using these movements, showing them and, and depicting them in uh, just real quick little uh, value studies, if you will, but they're not even that. I mean, there's just a couple values, maybe two, three at the most, um, and probably drawn with, um, you know, a, a round brush uh, and real, real quick, and maybe some sienna uh, to do that. And again, you know, these are one of the things that you could very easily reproduce in one of your sketchbooks. Um, and then he goes into studies of the skull and head, and he, he um, talks about the skull and then how you would put, um, I it's almost like a start into an atelier study where you look at the bone structure and then you look at how the muscle lays on the bone and then you look at how the skin lays on the bone. And he does a graphic representation about that, goes into eyes um, and how they sit within that socket. And um, then he talks about construction, function, and plastic behavior um of the leg and talk you know he shows kneecaps and the spine again really breaks it down into um you know laying that muscle on top of that bone and then the skin on top of the muscle and gives you an understanding of that uh, there isn't a lot of uh words or paragraphs to read but just basically goes step by step and builds it through with a little bit of um bullet points for you to read before you get into it. And it, again, it goes into hands um, and how they move and how they, they um, you, know, you can portray them, sketch them. Um, it is a, uh, a bit of a, uh, I would say, dry book in that it doesn't have a, a lot of instruction, but it certainly shows you, and you can use it for reference, um, you know, bone and skin and, and muscle, like I said, um, and how. And it's just like a real quick just illustration book, if you will, of um, how to draw the human shape. Um, and it's the beginning. It leads really uh, into a series of books that I absolutely love and glad that I had purchased them. So these books are uh, by Juliet. Aristides, and you know Juliet from being on Art Chat, and I will probably end up having her on again. And the first one that I want to talk about, because my students are raving about this, I asked them to get this book and to um, use it, and uh, it's really 
been um, interesting hearing the feedback on this. Uh, they have all come back and said that they really loved using this book. So uh, if there was one, excuse me, if there was one book that I could tell everybody to get and to use, it would be Juliet Aristides, A-R-I-S-T-I-D-E-S, Beginning Drawing Atelier. And it's an instructional um, sketchbook. And it has a lot of nice little features. Um, has a lot of text talking about, you know, why you're drawing a, a certain way. And um, it breaks it down. I did a little video on this. It breaks it down um, in a very easy understanding concept way. So it goes from line, shape, volume, value, form, portraits. Then are closing and acknowledgments, index, and about the author. And uh, it's called Beginning Drawing Atelier, an instructional sketchbook by Juliet Aristides. So you start with line, and you start with, um, and I, I'm so glad she started here, uh, lines from um, learning line by going back to our basic. Remember when we were in kindergarten, we learned how to print, and then we learned cursive. Um, and it, this kind of takes us back into that learning pattern because she starts with uh, calligraphy, more or less, and, and you draw these um, letters uh, using line. And then you go into drawing an eye. And then you go into drawing specific straight lines and curved lines. And then you find lines in a drawing that she, or in a, you know, a drawing that she has. And then you look at uh, horizontal or slashes, if you will and then um, curved lines, and you have different um, photographs that you then start to redraw. And then she has a skull, and there's a little, um, you can recreate a Da Vinci drawing by filling in his face with missing lines that you see on uh, the page before it. And um, it, go it talks through how you can do that. And then it goes into shape, and you start doing the same thing. So you do it, actually, you, you draw exactly in the book as you go along, and she has different shapes and forms that you find, and then by the end of that chapter, you have a bank blank page, and um, she has a little drawing of a kitty cat, and you uh, draw that on the bank blank page on the other side, and um, then you learn how to block in and refine that shape, and it just goes step by step, um, everything that you need to know, and a book that you can recreate all of the things she's trying to teach you. So it's a um, very, 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 very good book. Um, I would definitely give this five stars, and I uh, would not be without it. And like I said, my um, students are finding it very useful as well and just rave about it whenever I talk with them about it. Another Juliet Aristides book is Lessons in Classical Painting. Now, again, this is a painting book. I should have done this one in the one before it, but I happened to be looking over my shelves and went, oh. So um, in Juliet's very, in very knowledgeable um, way, she talks about classical painting and shows some wonderful images in the book and talks about... Um, techniques and um, 
and goes into, you know, they're set up in lessons. There's like, a, I don't know how many, let me go to the front here, get the pins. There are um, four chapters and she covers the value pattern, the senses of touch and sight combined, uh, temperature, unlocking the secrets of color, and then the natural, or the palette of nature. Um, so very nice book, another very nice book for Lessons in Classical Painting by Juliet Aristides. And then Juliet has um, three more books, actually. Lessons in Classical Drawing, um, Classical Drawing Atelier, and Classical Painting Atelier. Um, I have all of Julie's books on my shelves, and Juliet's books, excuse me. And um, all of them are very, very, like I said, knowledgeable, inspiring, um, provides a lot of background on why uh, things were done, the language of lines. Um, it's just a, a wonderful book to um, curl up with and, and read. So again, those three are Lessons in Classical Drawing, Classical Drawing Atelier, and Classical Painting Atelier. And uh, you can buy find those out on the internet um, just by Googling Juliet's name. So it's uh, Juliet Aristides, A R. I-S-T-I-D-E-S. -E so then the last drawing book that I want to talk about and, um, and share with you is The Language of Drawing from an Artist's Viewpoint by Sherry McGraw. And um, again, Sherry, uh, everybody probably knows who Sherry is. Um, And Sherry's uh, art chat is that we did is basically the highest uh, gain, highest listened to and downloaded art chat. And um, the language of drawing uh, starts off with a foreword by David Raphael and an introduction by Greg Kreutz and then uh, prefaced by Sherry McGraw. And then it goes into, uh, let's see, there's five chapters. And it talks about the artist's foundation, uh, the tradition of learning and separating form and creating form and the solution of both languages, um, drawing inside out and line quality. So again, she starts off with you know a foundation of using lines and talking about the language that line can and um, shape can uh, form. And then in chapter two, um, she talks about anatomy and perspective and proportion uh, the concept of perfection and changing the way one sees things. And then um, the chapter three is the elements of drawing, and she talks about gesture and, and weight balance of planes, um, dimensions, symmetry, um, bending form and foreshortening. And you know, that's a really interesting one. Foreshortening is probably one of the hardest things to capture and capture correctly. Um, so that's a, a good good piece of information that she has in there. Um, talks about line quality and shading and uh, using line. And then in chapter four, she goes into materials and techniques. So she talks about buying charcoal and compressed charcoal and um, pencil holders and Conte and uh, Hermitite and then inks and then talks about papers as well. And, and then in chapter five, she talks about her influences and inspirations. So she has uh, a number of artists that uh, have inspired her, uh, of course, David being one of them, and um, George Carson, Carlson, excuse me, and, and Ned Jacob. So a very nice book. This was um, 
out in print, I guess, in 2004. Um, so, I, you know, and I, I believe it's still very much uh, available. And again, not, not like Juliet's where, or Juliet's Drawing Atelier book. Um, this particular one, you, you'll need a sketchbook with and uh, kind of go through and while she's writing and looking at the, the techniques. And it's not a step-by-step. -step. It's just a, a general um, guidebook and information book that um, she has and talks about the language of drawing. But that's another good book to have on hand, very interesting um, and very useful. So that's basically the drawing books. Um, we, you know, I do have some other things on my shelf about marketing, um, book marketing, different things like that. Um, but nothing that, you know, is earth shattering, really. Um, I got some other photo books, like I've got some uh, old Monet, um, like when Monet, when they had a show of Monet up at, um, I don't know if it was the Columbus Museum or if I went to the Cleveland Museum. It might have been the Cleveland Museum, but um, I have a book of that, that that really breaks down his paintings and, you know, uh, has wonderful pictures of them in there. Um, the same with, I have a book of Scotland with a lot of the old castles in it that I can use for reference. Um, different things like that, but for the most part, that those are the important books on my bookshelf at this point. So... Uh, again, a lot, I mean, fewer drawing books, but the drawing books that I have, you know, are very key to what I needed to learn and, and what I need to study more and um, really do provide uh, inspiration to me. Uh, I did get my Christmas present from Tom early today, or earlier yesterday. Um, we do early things here. <laughs> we don't really hold rich tradition. And those I've got are um, watercolor markers. And I haven't played with them yet, but I'm itching to do that. Uh, I wanted to do this uh, with the watercolor markers uh, because I just wanted to play and dabble with watercolor a little bit. And I didn't want to go into buying a bunch of paints and, and things like that. So for the cost of this set, which has um, four trays of probably 20 markers, covering the whole color wheel, including grays. Um, and, and then a, a cost of getting a water uh, watercolor sketchbook that has the right watercolor paper to it. Uh, I can play around with this and see if I might want to go and experiment in the coming months with watercolor. Um, and hopefully I can uh, talk with Michael Harding and have Michael Harding come on the show to talk about his new watercolor paints that'll be coming out. Um, would, and hopefully I can try to uh, actually get a hold of some of those uh, beforehand and, and play with those as well so that we can have a, a really good inch, you know, conversation about that. Another conversation I'd like to have with Michael is around um, varnishes and varnishing your paintings, kind of a step-by-step -step on how to do that and what his varnishes, what his products will do. Um, so a couple of those things. I've been in contact with George is as well, uh, George Gallo, and we're going to try and get an uh, art chat set up with him before he goes into another uh, movie that he'll be directing. Um, and then uh, probably going to try and get in touch with a few other artists as well. Um, probably talk with Carolyn Anderson, see if she wants to talk about anything. Um, 
and what she's been up to as, as well. So a few artists will be coming on in a, in a little while. <laughs> the other part of it is finding time with um, between commissions and, and um, students of, of getting people uh, scheduled, um, as well as hiking. We went hiking yesterday. I saw this, and I've got a couple photos uh, that I had taken that I want to play around with with the watercolor, and uh, I think they're perfect for a watercolor uh, subject, if you will. The, um, it was interesting, it was a very gray day. We are actually pretty cold today in comparison to uh, where we have been. Uh, naturally, the leaves are all down. We're in western North Carolina, so the um, trees have dropped their leaves. Uh, not a lot of color, uh, but on a sunny day, it's, it's really nice watching the water bounce off of some of the creeks that, you know, sometimes don't even get, <laughs> get sh any sunlight because of the trees. Um, maybe they'll get some dappled light, but that's about it. So, uh, yeah, other than the, the pine trees, who are which are still green naturally, um, it's kind of interesting to to see the different seasons in the mountains. And uh, like I said, it was a great day yesterday, kind of chilly, but wanted to get a hike in before the snowstorm hit. So um, we only got a trace up at 2,700 feet in the Treehouse Studios, but, and actually <laughs> that's gone. It's, uh, I don't see any snow outside at all right now. So good for us. Um, I love that when it kind of, you wake up to see the snow and then it disappears during the day. That's, that's nice. <laughs> so. Way different than being in Ohio at this point. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else news-wise. Um, shout out to my patrons who continue to support me. I appreciate that. Uh, your your help has been and your support has been very useful through uh, this year and very appreciated. Uh, I don't think there's much of anything else there. I just, like I said, wanted to get these drawing um books out to you guys in case there was something you wanted to gift yourself or have someone gift to you. Uh, great books. Remember to uh, you know, go out to Amazon or wherever you shop and uh, see if the books are there and, and order them. I'm sure the artists that whose books you are ordering uh, will be very appreciative of your support as well. Stay healthy. Um, remember, we're still in the middle of a pandemic and would hope that you guys keep yourselves safe as well as those around you. So uh, wear a mask, social distance, and uh, wash your hands a lot. We're inside now more, so wash your hands and uh, stay healthy. And we'll catch you next time on Art Chat. everyone.